today we'll do Yemei Chabad for the 30th day of Tishrei. And this is in the year Tafresh Ayin Vav, which places this just under 100 years ago. Um, that's 98 years ago. And uh, that was the day of passing of a great chassid and a great Talmudic scholar, genius. His name was Rabbi Yaakov Mordechai Bespalov, who was the rabbi of the city of Poltava in the city in the, in the Ukraine. Now, he was also a very uh, special uh, chassid, as we'll see in a minute, that some of the chassidim uh, earned sort of that they stood out there were many many Hasidim and many great people but some stood out more than others in the uh, sense how they were close to the Rebbes and the contribution they made to for Hasidis that they are singled out and their yard site is remembered but of course there were hundreds of thousands of great Rabbis and Hasidim but that would probably be way too much uh, for uh, recording everybody's history. So over here, they bring down this, uh, the site of Rabbi Yaakov Mordechai Bespelov from Poltava, which is on the 30th day of Tishrei, which is the first day of Rosh Chodesh uh, Cheshvan. Um, he was a disciple and a chassid, a follower of the Rebbe Maharash, of Rebbe Shmuel, the fourth Lubavitcher Rebbe. And then after the fourth Lubavitcher Rebbe passed on, his son, who became his uh, replacement, replaced his father, stepped in for his father, uh, the Rebbe Rashab, Rebbe Sholem Dovber, the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe. So this Rebbe Yaakov Mordechai was a chassid of both the Rebbe Maharash and the Rebbe Rashab. And he was actually one of three people who received their smicha, that's their ordination, that the uh, authorized them to uh, give uh, rulings, to become a rabbi, by the Rebbe Maharash, by the Rebbe Rebbe Shmuel, by the fourth Lubavitcher Rebbe. He gave three people, and he was one of the three people that got he served for 30 years as the rabbi of the city of Poltava in the Ukraine. Uh, before the Rebbe Rashab, the Sholem Dober, the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe, before he became uh, Rebbe, before he accepted his leadership, this uh, Rebbe Yaakov Mordechai was actually a friend of his. He was a... Uh, uh, a partner in study. He used to study together with the Rebbe Rashab. And following is from a letter that the Rebbe Rashab wrote, wrote about this Rabbi Yaakov Mordechai. Uh, he says, I love him a powerful love, the honorable, my friend. And he uses very strong language, Mordechai, Yaakov Mordechai. And he says, I cannot hold myself back my eyes are crying for such a precious soul being taken from us who is pure and wholesome. And I refuse to accept my soul, refuses to be comforted for a, such a close, connected and uh, soul friend uh, that was taken from me. It's only that the death has separated between us. 
and of course accepting Hashem's uh, uh, judgment, Hashem is righteous in all of His judgment, the previous Rebbe in one of his letters describes that which he has heard from his father, the Rebbe Rashab. That's the 56th Lubavitcher Rebbe, t- is telling us what the 5th Lubavitcher Rebbe, what the Rebbe Rashab, Rashom Dovber, told him how much he was comforted and how much support he got from Rabbi Yaakov Mordechai after his own father passed away. After the Rebbe Maharash, the 4th Lubavitcher Rebbe, passed away, uh, the Rebbe Yaakov Mordechai was there to, to give him tremendous support. And the way he writes over here is that it's only, it's only single-handedly such a, uh, a friend and such a dear person that uh, his, his friendship was able to sort of put me back on my feet. He was so devastated by the death of his, by the passing of his father that he said only somebody, a friend like that, was able to sort of bring him back and he basically saved me from totally disintegrating. He said in the in the, in, in, in in being so broken and being so shattered uh, as he was at the time, uh, and uh, he helped me. Uh, the unimaginable, you know, you can never imagine that you can sort of be so how 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 devastated you can be, and to have a friend to somebody help you out in such a way, uh, and the. Rebbe uh, Rashab spoke about many different people that were there to support him and each one uh, with their own special talent and with their own special words that they comforted them and the um, one he said that brought me the most comfort the Rebbe said the Rebbe, this is Rebbe Rashab saying and remember also, the Rebbe Rashab was merely 20 years old, 20-something years old, when his father, the Rebbe Marash, passed away. So he was a very young age. Uh, and uh, he says, only one who was a friend from my youth was able to provide uh, that comfort, Rebbe Yaakov Mordechai. And he was like the first one that stretched out a hand of comfort, a hand of support, a hand of friendship, and a dear, a dear friend. Uh, his words were very warm and uh, pure and uh, comforting and without, you know, without the extra uh, ways uh, that people usually try to um, use honorable and praise words, but he was like directly, he spoke openly with clear open eyes, with pure trust in Hashem, and he didn't try to do things, you know, outlandish, didn't climb no mountains, but he just touched me to the point in which he provided comfort for me. How old was he when he died? The, the, the Rebbe Rashab? Friend, the dear friend who comforted him. Uh, well, it doesn't say here, but it doesn't say when he was born, but um, it doesn't look like anything outstanding, probably at a, you know, a reasonable age. You know, um, uh, There is other uh, description over here uh, he has an interesting piece that um, that this was one time uh, during the Sheva Brachas of the uh, 
previous Rebbe, so uh, the Rebbe Rashab's son, the sixth Lubavitch Rebbe, during Rabbi Yosef Yitzchok, during his Sheva Brachas, uh, he relates that Rabbi Yaakov Mordechai began to cry uncontrollably. It was in the middle of a Sheva Brachas, he began to cry. And people asked him to stop crying, but nothing, he continued crying. <laughs> Everybody went to dance, besides Yaakov Mordechai, he didn't dance. He was leaning on his... Uh, on the, with his head on his hands, and he was crying. And when people uh, filled the cups to say l'chaim, and he had stopped crying, so he said with a voice, he says, the Rebbe, referring to the Rebbe Marash, told me, he says, when, quoting the Rebbe Marash, he says, when there is a Rebbe, then there is Hasidim. Uh, but the Hasidim, uh, are the ones, you know, are the ones that do the work. You know, they have to accomplish, you know, the mission, and uh, uh, and they do the they do the work. I guess that the Rebbe instructs. The Rebbe says, but he says, if the chassid isn't a good chassid, if the chassid isn't uh, proper, so then uh, the Rebbe is not a Rebbe because if the Rebbe's work is being done through the chassidim. So the chassid better be a chassid, because if he's not a chassid, then the rebbe is not a rebbe. And he says that the Alter Rebbe was a rebbe. He made chassidim, and the chassidim, uh, being chassidim and people of good deeds, they daven, they did. So they strengthened the rebbe. But um, that is a necessary uh, uh, success for the rebbe. And the rebbe's... Uh, the Rebbetson, the Rebbe's wife, uh, I, uh, she once said, I heard that she once said, brought down that she once said that my father-in-law, <laughs> she said, I mean, my father, that's her father, the previous Rebbe, he had one chassid. And that was the Rebbe. <laughs> he says, but my husband, <laughs> this, is, this is a different story. <laughs> uh, to be a chassid, one can also learn from the Rebbe, because uh, everything we can learn from the Rebbe, uh, the way we saw that the Rebbe's conduct, uh, whether it's giving honor to his mother, whether it's being a chassid to his father-in-law, to the previous Rebbe, or whether it's being uh, a servant of Hashem, and in every aspect into the highest of level, but uh, one, you know, would like to think that the Rebbe uh, raised a generation of Hasidim who are willing to sacrifice a lot to do what the Rebbe wants. And many young people uh, give up the comfort of their homes, give up the convenience of a good life, and they go out to faraway places, they go away to dangerous places sometimes, and they're entire desire is to do what the Rebbe wants. In other words, to be able to do the shlichus, to do the uh, strengthening Yiddishkeit, to strengthening Hasidus, uh, to uh, helping other, other Jews, to helping other people. And um, the level of dedication and the level of self-sacrifice is, you know, is incredible. You know, it's just, uh, uh, we don't 
know or hear all the time of all the uh, the magnitude and you know out of uh, sight out of mind but you know sometimes you you read and you hear and you see and you know you're you're just amazed by the extent of the devotion and the dedication of these Hasidim of the Hasidim to to the Rebbe to and they basically give up you know everything in order to uh, be have the privilege of giving the Rebbe pleasure that's something which they yearn that's their whole life and yet all this does not come close to the dedication that we saw from the Rebbe to the Friedrich Rebbe to the previous Rebbe and you know we are very simple people and we don't always get you know the 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 greatness or what something is really great i mean we measure sometimes our yardstick our measuring tools that we have to measure aren't always the most accurate measurements uh like we we measure oh how many uh books did the person write or how much money does he have or how much followers does he have in other words we have very in essence very simplistic basis to what we attribute success or what we attribute uh, greatness but true greatness is the essence of greatness of a person rising to the highest of levels in his connection to Hashem and greatness of courage or greatness of spirit and greatness of of, of, of true isn't necessarily matched by these uh, accomplishments and you can see you know like the Rebbe's total subjugation and totally devotion to the extreme which is beyond even expression to his father-in-law to the previous Rebbe and you know the Rebbe was a genius of you know was a scholar of, of the greatest magnitude and when the previous Rebbe's would get sometimes complicated questions in halacha or in or in uh, uh, other matters the previous Rebbe would refer to the Rebbe to give the response so you might think oh the previous Rebbe is asking the Rebbe to respond because he needs the the Rebbe's help right that's what you would think and you may think well if the Rebbe is able to provide such help, it would give him a sense of some self-recognition, fulfillment, like, oh, listen, never in all the years, and never in anything, the Rebbe taught us what it means to be devoted, what it means to be a chassid, what it means to be uh, connected and really uh, to a tzaddik and to his, to his father-in-law. And that's why when the Rebbe's wife said, that my father-in-law had one chassid. She was talking about the Rebbe because the Rebbe was on that level of a chassid. But the Rebbe has some very special chassid. We can't knock it. I mean, if you measure it relative to people's devotion, as I mentioned earlier, it's mentioned to none, but the um, Rebbe would always say that we have to do more you know they have like videos now they showed like the special segments with the Rebbe would never be satisfied never 
say, okay, pat yourself on the back. Wow, you've accomplished, you've done. So the Rebbe demanded from himself an endless amount, and then the Rebbe demanded from his chassidim. That's not to say that the Rebbe did not appreciate, that the Rebbe did not command and did not uh, gain a lot of nachas. Especially, we can see the, when the Rebbe built this shluchim all over the world and the fact that you know Chabad was able to sort of capture the conscience of the Jewish people all over the world on a, such a level, you, you can sense almost that the Rebbe had, Rebbe says, you know, guys, you know you're doing well, but I'm saying all this with regards to what the uh, Chosid said many years ago. He says that the Hasidim are the workers. They are the people that have to implement basically the vision and the direction and the guidance that the Rebbe gives them. And if the Hasidim aren't doing what they're supposed to, then the Rebbe is affected by that. And basically, I guess he was crying over there because he didn't feel that they're living up to what they are supposed to be doing, you know, to the highest of the levels. And, you know, but on the other hand, we have to have both, you know, a balance of both. On one hand, never to really be satisfied and pat ourselves in the back uh, for doing a good job, uh, which is something which after 120 years, once we go to heaven, will be rewarded for all the good things that we've done. But we shouldn't stop and never say, okay, well, we've done so good, now we can take a break. And on the other hand, though, one needs to recognize that you're doing important work. Don't knock yourself either. And but know that we're doing important work. Know that you are on a mission from a tzaddik, from a rebbe, from a leader of a generation. And you have the responsibility. And with his blessings and powers and the uh, Hashem giving you the ability and the talent you can do beyond even things that you ever expected that you can accomplish and do.